This is Emily. And this is Sarah. And this is Sisters Take a Side on the Disappearance of Asia Degree. <laughs> um, um, hi. <laughs> hello. <laughs> we are off to a ripple and start. We tonight. are off to a fire start today. Tell the people what you wanted to apologize for on air. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you can see it in the background, but I have a mattress behind me. You do. And no, I don't live in a slum. Um, I just haven't gotten rid of my old mattress. I think it's cute that you're apologizing for that, even though that mattress has been behind you for the last six months. I know, but... I was glaringly obvious that it's there now because I changed my camera angle. Okay, but I would like an apology for the fact that you're wearing your sorority sweatshirt right now. Um, it's so comfortable. Like, okay. you went to college a hundred years ago. Okay, remember the comment we got about like just be nice to me. Okay. <laughs> okay, we spent this past weekend with our aunt Catherine. We love you. We love you. She is like our older sister. Um, We joke that she's Liz and Mike's first child. um, For sure. Because she basically is. Anyways, she told us that she was really tired of us getting on every single episode and being like, oh, girl, it's been a week. So I'm here to report. I'm doing great today. I love that journey for you. I'm doing so good. I've had three cups of coffee. I've had zero water. I haven't eaten since five. vibrating. Yeah, I haven't eaten since 5.30 a.m. Oh. I'm ready to go. You're ready. You're on, you are... I'm lit up. You're lit up. <laughs> Except that we're unsure how to pronounce the last name of the person in your case today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> but, but I got a case for you today, girl. And I'm so I'm excited. Ready. What are we doing today? You wouldn't tell us at the end of last week's app because no. you were afraid you were going to change your mind. Yeah, and I'm tired of disappointing people. I'm a secret people pleaser, y'all, and I don't like to make you guys upset. So I didn't want to promise a case, but I have a case for you today. I'm so and excited. Can you tell me what it is? Yes, but first I'm going to tell you how to contact me if you want to tell me um, how much you wish I was doing Bill and Monica this week. And you can do that by emailing us at sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com or slide into those DMs on Instagram at sisters take aside underscore podcast. Love that. Um, I want you to know, and I want the listeners to know that I actually have our inbox open. And uh, we checked our email this week. <laughs> we did. We checked it before we recorded. Okay, Go me. love that. Um, and I just want to say, Susan, our best friend, Susan, um, I got your emails and I am going to email you back today, but thank you so much for, um, for the emails that you've sent. And thank you. I want everyone to know, Sarah, I tasked Sarah with the email the last like three weeks. So if you have emailed us in the last three weeks and you have not gotten a response, it's Sarah's fault. Thanks, Sam. Don't wag your finger at me. People can Anything see else on you'd video. like to <laughs> comment on before we get started here? Um, yeah. Did you set up our bank account yet so we can start making money off this thing? <laughs> also, no. Listen, that was the other thing Sarah's supposed to be doing. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's been, it's been an interesting two weeks. Don't say that. Catherine's going to yell at us. <laughs> 
Okay, we have to go. I have to talk about this case. Okay, let's go. Tell me everything. I'm super excited. You said that you are like way ahead of the game with this one. So I am here for it. Let's let's do let's, this. Let's dive in. Uh, trigger warning, content warning. Um, this story involves um, like the disappearance of a child. And that is sad. So uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So uh, Asia Degree was a normal nine-year-old girl. An avid reader and lover of sports, Asia grew up in a strict but loving household with her parents and her older brother in North Carolina. She was described by family and friends as a, quote, sensible, quiet, and good at math, end quote, which is how exactly zero of my friends would describe me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, like many children, Asia was afraid of dogs, darkness, and thunderstorms. Mm. I know. Nothing in Aisha's life seemed unusual. There's no family strife, no trouble at school, no problems with friends, which is what makes happen. Sorry, I got on such a roll there. I just like rolled right over myself, which is what makes. Okay. (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Let me. me So that's why what happened to her is just so chilling. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> what is happening to me? Can I tell you what distracted me is as I was talking, I was like, wait, did I hit the record button? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I can see it blinking at me. Okay. So I think you're good. Guys, I think I've had too much coffee. You're seeing sounds right now. I can see it. <sighs> it's okay. Breath. Okay. Okay. So basically she's great. She lights up a room. There's no problems yes. at school, no problems at home. Friends love and adore her. Yes. What's going to happen next is chilling. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Great. Okay. Okay, great. So we're all caught up. Let's set the stage here. Can I hit my microphone one more time? Okay. <laughs> um, Are we going to have to delete this episode? <laughs> For sure not. We're too far in. We're too far okay. gone. We've, we've committed. Okay. So February 12th, 2000. Um, Asia is in the fourth grade and she plays in a basketball game with her school team. So Asia loves basketball. She loves her teammates. She's like a really good player. Love this journey for her. Mm-hmm. So during this game, she ends up fouling and has to sit out the rest of the game. And I have a question mark here because someone explained the sports ball to me. I don't know what that means that she fouled and she has to sit out the rest of the game. I don't I fully think that understand means that she like. She fouled another player, and so her coach benched her. Okay, great. Um, Would be my guess. So her family will later report that this was, like, really upsetting to Asia. Like, she felt like she was letting down her team. She was, like, really sad about this. To which I say, why does this little girl, like, feel this much pressure over, like, a school basketball game? Like, is something going on here? Like, I don't... No, or does she just have like the Emily competitive spirit in her where it's like if she's I'm not guessing. winning at everything, she's mad. Okay. So this happens on the twelfth, but by that evening, all seems well with Asia. Um, she goes to sleep over at her cousin's house. She seems like she's in pretty good spirits. And, you know, the next morning her parents pick her up and they go to church like they always do on Sundays, because again, like this is a very strict, very religious household, right? So, Mm. like, the family doesn't have a TV or a computer. And, again, this is 2000. So, like, this is at the time where, like, those things would be normal. Um, Mm -hmm. 
But Aisha's parents reportedly were, like, very afraid of what their kids could be getting into, like, if they had access to a computer, Um, which I just note this because, like, this might be relevant later. Like, by all accounts, Aisha was very sheltered. I mean, she was young. She was nine, but, like, a a pretty sheltered nine-year-old. She just most – you know, she went to school. Mm. She spent her free time with her family, went to church, right? So just just set the stage there. Okay. Okay. So now let's jump into the next day. So February 13th, 2000, um, Aisha's dad, Harold, goes to work that night. He works the night shift. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Aisha goes to bed around 9 p.m., which is like a little late for a nine-year-old. And this is on a Sunday, right? So Sunday, because presumably they went to church Sunday morning. This is now Sunday night. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's late for school night, no? Yeah, I don't love that. Aisha, girl, get your sleep. Um, so she goes to bed around 9 p.m. and in the room that she shares with her brother, O'Brien, um, which you think I'm pronouncing that right? O'Brien? Yeah, that looks right. Okay. So at 12.30 a.m., Harold comes home from work and according to him, he goes into the bedroom to check on the kids. Both kids are there and sleeping. 12.30 a.m. And now here I just have some like very serious questions for our guy, Harold. According to him, he leaves the house at this point to go buy Valentine's Day candy for the kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, my question, like, he goes to work the night shift, but mm-hmm. he's home at 1230 a.m. Is that a lunch break? Like, what? That, like, that's no, that's not like a the- typical... Well, it's kind of like mid shift, right? Like my understanding is that like he was working like kind of late afternoon until 1230. Mm. Right. Mm. Maybe. I I don't know. That just kind of like raised a a red flag for me. But yeah. Yeah. Well, and I will say like he is like we are not saying Harold did anything bad here. Like Harold was at work that night. Right. I just think, I just think it's weird. He came home at 1230 AM after having worked all evening and then decided to leave the house again to go buy candy. Yeah. Where is he buying candy at 1 AM in the morning? I don't know. So according to him, he does this, he comes home and he watches some TV until about 2.30 AM. So around 2.30 He says he goes upstairs to check on the children again before going to bed. So at 2.30, both children are in bed asleep, according to our guy, Harold. And I just, like, have a note here, like, mom, Emily, and again, I don't, maybe, hashtag, maybe I'm a bad mom, but I have never once gone into my children's rooms to check on them multiple times in one night. Like, really? Yeah, but do you think that should – I mean, I have a baby monitor, so maybe that's why. Maybe they don't – but, like, in 2000, they had baby monitors, right? Yeah. But wait, I'm confused. I thought they didn't have a TV. So, like, how was he watching TV? Excellent question. I'm assuming maybe that's, like, they don't didn't allow the kids to watch the TV. Oh, maybe. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it weird that he keeps – I don't know. I've hashtag not a mother, so, like – I wouldn't think I'm, it's weird. I'm going to go on record and say I think that's weird. Like, unless you have a reason to be repeatedly checking on your children in the middle of the night, I think that's weird. Yeah. Do we think it's weird that they share a room? The the brother and the and the sister? Mm-hmm. Um, 
No, because like if the house is small, right? If they only have, if it's a two bedroom house, like a primary yeah. bedroom and another bed, like what choice do they have? Yeah, that's fair. You and I should. We know how room? old her brother is at this point. Um, her brother. Ooh, that's an excellent question. I don't know. He's older than her. He's a couple years right. older than her, and she's nine. Okay. So, okay, yeah, but he's not like twenty. <laughs> right, 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 right. But he's like, let's say, preteen to teen. Yes, got it. Okay. okay. So on February, so now we're into February fourteenth. Um, my birthday, guys. Really? <laughs> I know. I was I know. waiting for it. Emily's our <laughs> Valentine baby. In case anyone hey. didn't know. So sometime after this, in the early hours of the fourteenth, O'Brien says that he hears the bed springs on Aisha's bed squeak, like she's getting out of bed. He thinks nothing of this, like oh, she's going to the bathroom, whatever, and goes back to sleep. So. Cut to 5.45 a.m. Aisha's mom goes into the bedroom to wake up the children and finds Aisha's bed empty. She frantically searches the house. She calls a few family members who live close by, but no one has seen the little girl. Aisha is gone. So I want to stop there and ask for your initial thoughts. Just running through that timeline, initially, what are you thinking? I have a lot of problems. So, like, okay, let's say that Harold checks on them. Between, let's say... 230 245 right and then the mom's going in at 545 so that's like right. a three hour yes span mm-hmm. of time where she's there mm-hmm. and then she's not there mm-hmm. i don't know like that just i feel like these stories have holes in them i just don't know whose story is it the mm-hmm. dad's story the brother's story or the mom's story like mm-hmm. I feel like there's holes here. Mm-hmm. But I, so I don't know who has the hole. You're initially a little dubious of, like, the family's reports of this night. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Glad you're on record saying that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. So by 6.40 a.m., so an hour after Aisha's mom kind of discovers that she's missing, the police arrive on the scene with bloodhounds. And, like, I just want to here. Like, that's quick. That's oh, very quick. That's great. I mean, good. Like, good on them. I mean, you know, how many stories do we hear? I know. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, how many times do you hear that the police were like, oh, we'll come by in a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let her be missing for, like, 48 hours and then call right. us back. I mean, I do think one thing that kind of makes it, right, is that, like, this is a nine-year-old girl. She disappeared right. in the middle of the night. It was really bad weather this day, like really bad storms, right? So in Aisha's mom knew immediately. She was like, "My like this is crazy. My daughter wouldn't have just like wandered off like into right. these bad storms, right?" So right. the police conduct one of the largest and most extensive land searches in the co- county's history, which included multiple teams of scent tracking dogs and hundreds of volunteers and officers from just like multiple departments and divisions, right? So a grid search along Highway 18 covered three miles in either direction um, of the family's house, right? So the house is kind of right by this big highway, Highway 18. Mm. And, I mean, they are just, like, tearing this place apart looking for Asia. Mm. So almost immediately, sightings start getting reported to the police. The most credible Mm. sighting – yeah, so this is so interesting. The most credible sighting is from a truck driver who says that a little girl matching Aisha's description was walking down Highway 18 about a mile from Aisha's home somewhere after 3 a.m. Like he wasn't very precise on the time, but after Mm -hmm. 3 a.m. 
the girl was wearing a white dress. And when the driver like turned around to try to see like, oh shit, there's a girl on the side of the road. Yeah. Right. The girl ran off into the woods and the driver was not able to find her. So, and I don't have this in my notes, but I think this is like worth pointing out. I find this report of her credible because the driver got on his, like, what is that called? CT radio? CB radio. Yeah. And, like, reported this to other drivers. Like, hey, be on the lookout. There's a child on the side of the road. Like, don't hit her. Right? Yeah. Um, So, I just, this, I just, this sucks. Where is this again? Like, what? what North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. See, but, and see, like, this just, I go back to, like, so if Harold is checking on them at, like, 2.30, 2.45, like, wouldn't he have mm-hmm. heard someone leaving the house? Like, that's, there's, that's 15 minute difference. Right. But then he's just, like, conked out asleep and then doesn't hear yeah, her leaving. Yeah, like, how could, mm-hmm. how's that possible? See, that's I, like, interesting. And I'm not I saying... hadn't, I hadn't heard. It. Well, okay, except unless, like, <laughs> unless our guy Harold is, like, many men maybe okay maybe many women and i speak from experience because i'm married to one such man <laughs> lays his precious sweet head down on that pillow and out like a light i mean maybe but like i mean literally like the devil could be coming to take our children and <laughs> tom would be asleep <laughs> not a it was like i saw this funny meme and it was like <laughs> i want to i want to fall asleep on my husband's side of the bed because apparently you can't hear the children from that side <laughs> Right. So like, I will say like from personal experience, I guess there are some people that like lay down and like they're out. Yeah. But still, I mean, let's assume that this house doesn't sit on highway 18. She would have had to have walked a mile bit yeah. of ways. So she was right? spotted a mile. According to this, this truck driver, she was spotted, spotted a mile from their home. So, so that takes at least 15 to 20 minutes for a child to walk a mile. Let's say. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, she's leaving at, at the time that he's saying that he checked on them. I'm not saying he did anything. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I think that, t- like, uh, uh, holes, right? I think there's mm-hmm. holes in some of these stories here. That's, That's my a great point. One. I hadn't thought about, like, how far, how long it would take her to walk that far. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so this sighting is reported, and a couple days later, the Turner family, who owns a nearby upholstery business, calls the police and says they found several items in the storage shed on their property. Hmm. They found candy wrappers, a pencil, a marker, a Mickey Mouse hair bow, and a picture of an unidentified little girl in this shed. So the (laughs) shed... Your face, what? what yeah so this shed is located at the end of this like long dirt driveway close to where like Asia was seen kind of darting off the highway into the woods when that driver like tried to approach her right so let's like break down these items so candy wrappers these were later identified by Asia's parents as being the same kind of candy that Asia was given at her basketball game on the 13th um the pencil and the marker I couldn't find any more details about these. So like, I'm, I can't really confirm like one way or another. Um, the Mickey Mouse hair bow, again, Aisha's parents identified this as hers. So these items clearly belong to Aisha, right? Mm-hmm. Now here's like the most unsettling 
part. This picture of an unidentified girl. So I want you to pull up the old Goog machine and Google the phrase, Asia degree photo in shed. Why are you laughing? I have it pulled up. Um, Let's see. Yeah. So give that, give that a Goog. Ooh, that's chilling. So do you see? Okay. So I want you to describe to the listeners what you see. It looks like, you know, in elementary school when they would do our school photos and there was like that very plasticky tree trunk that you had to like put your arms on. That's what this is giving me those vibes for sure. Um, Oh, we don't, but this is not Asia. Right. So this is, so this was, this photo is not of Asia. This is not Asia. So, but but, so I want you to keep describing. So what, so it's. Keep describing it. So it's definitely a school photo. It's definitely a school photo. Um, it is. I I mean, yeah, like it, it's 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 definitely like one of those little like wallet size yes. photos that you would get. Right. So when so your kid gets their pictures taken. So the photo is of a black girl who looks to be maybe eight or nine, I would say. Yeah. I mean, they look, it looks, it could be, I would think without knowing. Right. I would think this was Asia. Right. So it is not Asia. And to this day, the photo has not been identified. No one knows who this girl is. We know for a fact that it's not anyone who attended the elementary school where Asia attended. Like they cross-reference that it does not belong to someone who attended her school. So the police have no idea like what the significance of this photo is. Why did Asia have it? Did she even have it? Like what is going on here? But isn't that just like super unsettling? It's like very chilling. Yeah. Right. So the Turners found these items on February 15th, right? So the day after Asia disappeared. But when the police brought the scent dogs around, they were unable to pick up Asia's scent in this like storage shed, which I think is weird. I mean, I will say like the weather was really bad, right? So it's like, is it possible the rain was like washing away her scent? But the police have never been able to confirm that Asia was in this shed, but her belongings were. Hmm. So it makes my spidey senses tingle. We don't love this. We don't love this. We don't love this. So were they able to track her scent from her home at all? Like going in any direction? Just like literally a couple of feet. Hmm. Yeah. Like, could she have been picked up in a car a couple of feet? Possibly. But see, again, like, I will, like, the weather was bad. And like, I make note of that, like, not only because I think that impedes like a scent dog's work, but also, you know, and H's mother says this repeatedly, Asia was terrified of bad weather, terrified of thunderstorms, mm. scared of the rain. Right. And I just think that's so interesting. Why would she have chosen to go go out this night? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. So yeah. at this point, the investigation really stalls. There's no solid leads, no additional clues, nothing until August 2001, so more than a year, right, a year and a half later, 
when a construction contractor made another really unsettling discovery. I hate to keep using that word, but like this just all makes me feel weird. So Aisha's backpack was found double wrapped and buried. So it was double wrapped in plastic bags and buried in the ground off Highway 18 in Burke County, 26 miles north of Aisha's home. Right. So Mm. let me just run through the contents of this backpack with you. Okay. I think I think this tells us a story. So in the backpack were jeans with red stripes down the sides, which were Aisha's favorite pair of pants, a long-sleeved white shirt, a red vest with black trim, black overalls with Tweety Bird on them, a black mm. and white long-sleeved shirt, a lime green Tweety Bird purse, oh, black shoes, Aisha's wallet, a Dr. Seuss book, a new kids on the block t-shirt, Aisha's bla- uh, basketball uniform, three family photos of like Aisha's family and Aisha's house key. Mm-hmm. So according to Aisha's parents, all of these items belong to her with the exception of the new kids on the block t-shirt. Now this is so interesting. The t-shirt was like an adult sized shirt. Like it wasn't even a child shirt mm-hmm. and Aisha's parents said they have no idea like where that came from interesting i want to like pause there again and it's like wait i want you to weigh in on like the contents of this backpack what does this say to you that an adult packed that backpack for her (gasps) oh interesting i was why Mm -hmm. do you say that because a kid running away from home well, for a well, it's not and not necessarily like it's not the contents of the backpack. I think it's the way that the backpack was found, mm-hmm. like double wrapped and buried. Like that, an adult did that for sure. A kid didn't. A nine year old definitely didn't do that. Oh, I I agree. Yes. Um, I mean, this was like, I mean, this is like a couple days worth of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And like, and I'm also curious as to like how no one, no adult in the house noticed these things missing. Like, how is this oh, not mm-hmm. re- like reported when she first went missing? Like, my daughter is missing. Oh my gosh, her favorite jeans are missing. Mm-hmm. Her wallet is missing. Her house oh, key that's is missing. Yeah, her backpack's gone. Like, I'm surprised that it took that long for this and inform- like for this to come out. Like, that's a good point. Yeah. That, you know, up till now, we just think that she ran out of the house in her nightgown and, like, mm-hmm. had some candy in a shed, maybe, and that was it. Yeah. So why yeah, didn't, I like, mean, her parents mention that the stuff was missing? I think, to me, this says Aisha or whoever packed this bag planned on being gone for a while. Right? She has yeah. multiple changes of clothes. She has her basketball uniform. She has photos of her family. Like, this was... Someone was she she or whoever packed this bag thought she was going to be gone for a while. Yes, I agree. Okay, so and again, like th- this is found, like like I said, buried in these plastic bags. And I think to your point exactly, an adult did that. I'm sorry, a nine year old yeah. did not bury her backpack like that. There's no way. No. Um. Okay, but then that also makes me wonder, like, was that packed? ahead of time and put somewhere it was double wrapped so it was like to protect it from the weather 
Oh, like it was, oh, like, is that like a stash bag, like put somewhere? I don't know. That thought just occurred to me. Mm, I hadn't thought about that. Gosh, you have lots of good ideas. You you should start a true crime podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I, that just like, (laughs) yeah, but it's far away. 26 miles from her house. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Plus her basketball double wrapped. Well, but like her basketball uniform, she would have needed that. Like. That's not, like, something she could have just given to the person, like, months ahead of time and been, like, save this for me. No, I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, kidnapping. What do you – okay, walk me through it. What do you mean? Like, like a family member would have packed this bag. Mm-hmm. It would explain why she left the house in a thunderstorm. She – like, she maybe wouldn't have done it voluntarily. But yeah. if – an adult was like, hey, it's okay. Come on. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to go. Yeah. That might encourage her a little bit more than like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, the double wrap to me is kind of where I'm like, well, that's to protect it from the elements. That's such a good point. Yeah. Like, like someone, someone's coming back for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to keep it preserved. Hmm. Like, that doesn't say to me I'm hiding evidence. That says to me yes. I'm trying to protect it. Ooh, that just know. gave me, like, the chill. Like, that just yeah, like, makes right? me feel – Yeah, right? This is Because, like, in my mind, I'm immediately – I'm like, oh, well, whoever took her dumped this, right? But you're right. Why would you wrap it? But why would you – like, why would you go through all of the trouble? Why not just throw it in a dumpster somewhere? I have the heebie-jeebies right now. Yeah. We better crack very this case, girl? <laughs> I'm going to have some thoughts. I'm just – I'm waiting to see how this pans out. Okay. Well, so – I've never I'm, heard of this case before, so I don't know how this ends. Isn't this, like, creepy? Don't you just, like – It is. It's giving me, like – You don't like this at all? Yeah. yeah. It's giving okay. me the chilies. Um. So, again, like, nothing really comes of this. So the next kind of lead we have in the case is in 2004, Baron Ramsey, a former classmate of Aisha's mom, which is, like, so random – Claim that I know claimed that he and someone else that he knew had been involved in a drug deal on the night that Aisha went missing and that on their return trip, they accidentally struck and killed her with their car. So Ramsey claims that they dumped her body in Moss Lake in North Carolina and police searched the lake extensively. And once again, like no human remains were found there. No other evidence supporting this story has, like, ever come forward, and authorities believe that Ramsey likely invented this story as a means of getting a plea deal in a bank robbery case he was involved in at the time. Yeah, what? That's, so so distracting. Yeah, so, like, I don't know about that, Ramsey. Yeah, I don't don't like that. But, like, I just felt like I had to include that because, like, I don't know. So... In May 2016, the FBI received a new tip from someone claiming to have witnessed a young girl matching Aisha's description getting into a dark green car, either a late 70s Ford Thunderbird Thunderbird, or a Lincoln Mark – I don't know how to read that Roman numeral. (laughs) Four. Four. Five. I don't know. I don't know my Roman numerals either. (laughs) If the V comes after the – anyways okay so this car was said to have been occupied by two people but the vehicle in question has never been identified so 
as of 2023, this case remains unsolved. Um, I know. I know. Ugh. In 2020, um, the you know, the 20-year anniversary of Aisha's disappearance, her mom made a statement saying that she believes Aisha is still alive. Um, oh. I know. I know. So here's like the three most common theories. And I want you to like take a side on these theories and like possibly present your own. Okay. So number one, Aisha was abducted by a predator who first groomed her and then convinced her to leave her house at night to meet him somewhere. So I don't know. I have some problems with this. Like number one, how would she have met this predator? Um, you know, I, I did kind of look into this and like make note that like Aisha didn't have access to a computer at her home, but she would have had access to a computer at her cousin's house where she spent a lot of time. So it is plausible. She was like communicating online with someone and they convinced her to do this. But again, like why, why would this person have her leave her house in the middle of the night to meet him or her in the rain? This just seems weird. So, theory number one. Okay. Theory number two. Aisha left home on her own free will, on her own, to either, like, meet a friend or run away, but was intercepted by a stranger who then killed her. Right? So, it wasn't that the stranger lured her out of the house, but it was, like, coincidence. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, theory number three, which I find, frankly, ridiculous. Uh, Aisha was sleepwalking. That's one theory that's thrown around. <laughs> wow okay but again like she that wouldn't mean she walked more than a mile in the rain and wind and had not woken up and i just i don't know so yeah those are the three most common theories i have a fourth theory that is my own theory okay let's hear that one okay and this is just my own theory excuse me oh jesus what is happening look look the lord is like speak not Wow. I cannot believe I just witnessed that. The devil works hard, but Emily works harder. Wow, you guys. (laughs) We are witnessing something biblical right now. (laughs) Okay, my theory. Oh my God, is like lightning going to strike me right now? It might. (laughs) We have like worked up some voodoo magic. Dude, I'm like a little, my heart is beating very quickly. I feel like we just like summon the spirits. Okay, my fourth theory is that I I believe that her family, her parents, and her brother know more than they're saying. And that's allegedly, that don't come for me, allegedly, I, I think her parents or possibly her brother could have had something to do with her disappearance. And let me tell you why. I don't find it credible that Aisha was communicating with someone that was grooming her. I don't know how she would have done that. How could she have been in consistent communication with this person, right? Mm-hmm. How could, like, how would that have worked? And again, like, I don't believe that a stranger or someone she had, like, met online would have been able to lure her from her house that evening. It was dark. It was raining. She would have been scared. Mm-hmm. I, I think it had to have been someone she knew, someone she felt safe with. And I think, Sarah, your point about the bag almost kind of drives that home for me. Someone she could have packed this bag with right and like packed her favorite things because she thought she was going to be safe and i think Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that would have led her to leave the house that night so that's my fourth theory where 
what side do you come down on on that and the other three theories? So I'm with you. I so I, number the third theory, the sleepwalking one. Out. That's ridiculous. Why? It's ridiculous. Who would even bother putting that? But no. <laughs> Left either to meet with a friend or ran away, but was intercepted by a stranger. Mm, I think that's the one that out of the three common ones, mm-hmm. that would be the only one that like. I might be able to get behind if I didn't have like your excellent research here. Oh, like if I was just hearing about it. Uh-huh. Um, abducted by a predator who first groomed her. Uh, I'm not buying it. I don't, I don't think that's the case again. Like how would she have met them? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I don't love that one. I don't think that's, I'm with you on, on number four. Okay. I think, I think that there, again, like there's so many holes in the stories that we heard yes. from her family um, that I, I just, they know, you're right. I think they know more than they're yes. letting on. I don't think um, a, like packing the bag like that and protecting, like, there's something there with the backpack that the backpack is giving me premeditated the backpack is giving me real pause like right and i feel like i feel like we're not going to end this on a very satisfying note because i'm finding myself in the middle of this recording feeling some kind of way like about the backpack like i'm it's really stuck in my mind i think the backpack is the answer to this but i don't really know because okay here's the thing on one hand i'm like the stuff in the backpack to me, those would be the things a child would pack, right? Like, true, yes. Right? Like, she's, yes. like, bringing her favorite book, and she's bringing her Tweety Bird purse. And, like, so on one hand, I'm like, that's what a child would bring. On the other hand, though, I'm also thinking, but an adult would say, oh, bring some extra clothes, bring some shoes, right? Like, to me, that there's also things in there that tell me an adult was involved, right? I don't mean to, I don't mean this to be like crude. So, Mm -hmm. but like, were any, like, was any underwear packed? Was any toiletries packed? Not that, not that has been made public. And I will say, and I'm glad you brought this up because in some reports I read, it said, like, when I, this, the contents of the backpack, like, where I got this information from, it said the police released 99% of what was in the backpack. Mm. So what is that 1%? I don't know. Maybe maybe right. that 1% is, like, there was dirt in the bottom. There was coins or, right, like, like loose, right? Like, yeah, or, papers so, or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the 1% is anything relevant to the case because why would they not have released it? So I'm going to go on record and say, no, I do not think things like toiletries, underwear were packed. Um, Yeah. Which, okay. So I think that that makes the case then. I think you're more so making the case that the bag was packed by the child then because as a mom or a parent, I'm thinking you need underwear, you need your toothbrush, you need... Right. But a child might not think that. Right. Because right. those are things we do for our children <laughs> without them right. knowing. Right. 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 Like, <laughs> would an older brother know those things? 
here's yeah. my like here's my thought like if okay so like they're they were raised in a very strict household yes. um what if like the brother was like we need to get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. like, pronto stat mm-hmm. but then didn't go with her but then didn't go with her mm. i don't know I, I mean like in a situation where he was trying to get rid of her you mean like no, in the in like in a like we need like the two of us need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pack this. But my only thing is like it was found so far away from the house, twenty six miles. See, yeah. to me that means a car is involved. I'm sorry, absolutely. I'm, she's not or she a didn't, bus. She didn't walk twenty six miles. No, and she didn't double wrap her backpack. Like no. that is not a child. Like that's not a nine year old action. So then I think we can say with certainty, as much certainty as we can. She, she, there was an adult involved in this. She met foul play with an adult. I'm like, I don't think she just like wandered off on her own and like died in the woods. Right. Like I, I think there was an adult with nefarious intentions involved in this story. I feel certain about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's tough. I, I don't know. I know. Like what happened to her? I don't know, but I kind of – and maybe I'll, like, do some more reading and I can put some stuff in the show notes. But, like, the backpack, I feel I, – ooh, the backpack. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the case this week. I'm going to be, like, Googling this for the next two weeks. I know. I, I don't know. What do you think happened to her? I don't know. The backpack has is what has me like. Isn't that sad? And, and the photo, the photo of that girl. Like I just It's so chilling. I know. Like who is that little girl? And why did she have that photo? Like I'm like wondering... originally Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say, I'm wondering if like it was in her backpack with her candies. And when she pulled her backpack, like I'm wondering if like the candy and the pencils and the hair bow and the photo were like in her backpack. And like when she pulled the candies out, that's, like the photo came out. So that's what I'm, that's for sure what I'm thinking. But why did she have that photo? Maybe it was like a friend of hers. But it was no one at the school. Where would she have met this oh, person? Yeah. Right? Because that's what I was thinking too. Like, you know how sometimes it was like you got the, like your school photos and you kind of like traded them with friends. Like, oh, yeah. I, but. Where would she have gotten this from? Right? Yeah. I don't know. That is chilling. Yeah. So that's the case for this week, guys. Thanks for kind of like coming on this journey with me. Um, yeah. So let's dive into our listener question. Um, and Sarah, if you're texting me, I don't have my cell phone on me. Um, I am not. But that's okay, good. good to know. <laughs> okay. Um, listener question of this week. Um, this one is coming from our Instagram and it says, sisters, what's in your purse? I feel like we've gotten this question before, but we can answer this oh, one again. Oh, I love that. 
Um, um, Sarah, what's in? Actually, we're gonna be. Oh God, we're gonna be here yeah, all day. I, I'm just gonna say, I'm hungry. Down. Okay, go ahead. What's in our purse? I have, <laughs> I have way too many things in my purse. Um, I am that friend who is like, you'll be out, and you're like, oh gosh, does anyone have? <laughs> insert like the most random thing you can think yes. of and I'll be like oh yeah here you go that's really in my purse um yeah. you had I one have, of my kids diapers in your purse for I a had while. a diaper I had <laughs> one of their pacifiers they haven't used pacifiers in years I don't you guys like it's that actually kills me because literally neither one of my children used a pacifier past like one week old <laughs> so I don't correct know why you have <laughs> correct <laughs> I have baby wipes in there I mean literally like Insert the most random thing you can think of. It's probably in my purse. Okay, great. Um, um, what's in your purse? Or, I mean, you have multiple purses. Are we talking like work purse? Well, mom purse? Okay. Well, we're not, I'm not, we're not talking about my mom purse, please. Um, so, guys, I got myself a purse for like the first time literally a week ago. <laughs> so, I've been obviously carrying around a diaper bag for the last three years. Hi. Because I've been like working from home full time, momming. Mm-hmm. I started my big girl job last month and this is so embarrassing. I went out for drinks with like one of my coworkers who were now like becoming like BFFs when we went out for drinks and I had my diaper bag with me and I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. So I went oh, out no. and I got actually, I, maybe this is more embarrassing. I got the same purse Liz has. <laughs> yeah. It's went, so cute though. Went to Target and got one of their little like crossbodies. Um, so what is in it right now? Oh, um, my name badge for work, <laughs> um, <laughs> lipstick, hand sanitizer, two different kinds of hand sanitizer because, you know, course. um, and my easy pass potentially, <laughs> hopefully is in there. In your purse? Yeah. So I don't forget it. Why don't you just leave it in your car? Cause I'm afraid someone's going to break into my car and steal it. Put it in your center console. Lock your car. What? Life advice from sisters take aside. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. You're carrying around your Easy Pass. Yeah, because I don't want someone to your purse, so no one steals it. I don't want someone to be walking by my car and be like, "Look at that Prime Easy Pass sitting there," and grab that bad boy. You know? I don't know who you are. Okay. Well, (laughs) you have a diaper in your purse, and you have kids. (laughs) Okay, but I'm the best rah rah around. Thank you very much. You are such a good rah rah. I know. Okay, well, now that we've done that, um, Sarah, if you want to send in a listener question, how would you do that? Well, I would either send an email to sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com. Indeed. Or I would find us on Instagram. (laughs) And I would send... Your brain just exploded. It did. I saw that happen in your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I would send a DM at sister take aside underscore podcast hell yeah or i would get yeah. on my streaming service where i listen to sisters take aside and i would yes. leave a five-star review and a comment yeah. yeah guys we're featuring your reviews on social media so do it we love it yeah just do it just do it um okay just do it do you want to tell us what you're doing next week or are you I don't because I'm going to take a leaf out of your book and under promise and over deliver. Exactly. That's my life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Under promise, over deliver. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, Great. 
Okay, well, thank you all for joining us. We love yeah. you guys so much. Oh, I did want to say, this is, and I hope, I mean, no one's still listening at this point, but um, Sarah and I are going to be at the True Crime Obsessed live show on July 22nd in D.C. So if you guys are going to be there, let us know. Maybe we can all like get a drink beforehand or something. Oh um, my gosh, yes. All the yes. Yeah, so let us know. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. Thank you, guys. We love you. Thanks. I'm Emily. And I'm Sarah. And this is Sisters Take a Side.